Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From CBS Radio Studios in New York City, it's the DA Show with your host, Damon Amendolara, featuring producer Moraz and the musical sounds of the Zap Zap Orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's DA. And a happy Friday to you, everybody. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming your way this hour, we are to news in 20 minutes in 40 minutes we ask the most important question on earth do you keep your condiments in the cabinet or the fridge it's also target demo friday and i have seen the early draft of the meme the kraken that boyle has created i should say that kaplan has created that boyle is at the center of and it is equally horrifying and amazing we shall release the Kraken in 20 minutes when we go to commercial break. And you can see what the future of the DA show might look like. <laughs> so Plaxico Burris, former Giants and Steelers wide receiver, was on FS1 of the Carton Show and said, quote, I believe that Dak Prescott has reached his ceiling as quarterback of the Cowboys. They can win, but they won't win a championship with him. 
And the Cowboys are one of the more interesting teams every year, but I think specifically this year because the Cowboys, Micah Parsons, says that now it's our turn. In the NFC East, Eagles have gone to two Super Bowls in recent memory. The Giants won a Super Bowl in 2011 and last year had a a big resurgent season. Cowboys have been good but never great. The Cowboys feel internally like now it's their turn. And in an NFC where there's been some power brokers that have faded, feels like a wide open landscape. Not the same in the AFC where there is a ton of very, very good teams and a handful of elite teams. In the NFC, it feels like it's the Niners, the Eagles, then a lot of space for somebody. And some of you may feel like the Eagles were a a one-year wonder last year, that Jalen Hurts can't do that again. I feel otherwise. I think the Eagles are still going to be really good. But the Cowboys have reason to believe that they can be part of the contenders of the NFC. So it brings us to Dak Prescott. And I believe that Plaxico is half right here. He's half right in this. The Cowboys, as presently constituted, cannot win a championship with Dak Prescott. But it's only because of how they're built. I don't believe, no matter what Mike McCarthy says, that that's a team with Tony Pollard as your centerpiece at the running back position who can maul their way to a Super Bowl. I don't think they have the defense to do it, nor the offensive line to do it, nor the depth at running back to do it. When the Niners did this a couple of years ago in 2019, they basically sledgehammered their way to a championship, to an NFC championship, rather. They have one of the best, if not the best, defense in football. They have depth at running back. They have one of the best play callers in football. And one of the best tight ends in football as well. And so they could really pound you, pound you, pound you, pound you, and Jimmy Garoppolo did not have to do a lot to get them there. Kind of ride the saddle of physicality, physicality, and really create a play calling. A little bit less so last year when the Niners got back to the NFC Championship game because Brock Purdy provided a little bit more mobility than Jimmy Garoppolo, and Christian McCaffrey was such a dynamic running back. They didn't only use him between the tackles. They used him out in space as a wide receiver, as a slot receiver, yada, yada, yada. So that was a little different than we've seen in recent years from the Niners. But for Dak Prescott, there does have to be some of the same reality. Since his leg injury, Dak's effectiveness in terms of big, dynamic plays in downfield, has waned. And I don't think that's coming back. I think he's good enough to make you a contender if you had a sledgehammer-type team. But aside from Micah Parsons, Diggs, and maybe a few other guys, that's not the equivalent of the San Francisco 49ers defense. That is not. And no matter what Mike McCarthy might believe about himself, He is not the play-calling equivalent of Kyle Shanahan. And as good as Tony Pollard is, he is not the only, the 
the, the guy that you can, I think, build an entire offense around with that offensive line. I do not think that offensive line is where it needs to be like it once was to say, we will just follow you road graders, you big ham hocks, as we like to say, the hog mollies. They're just not that great at those positions. So could Dak get there? If you put Dak on this year's Niners team, they'd be a contender. They'd be a Super Bowl contender. But Dak on this Cowboys team? No, I don't believe as such. No, I do not believe as such. So I would agree with Plaxico that this Dak on this Cowboys team cannot win a Super Bowl. Mraz, what do you think about Plaxico's take? I can't say that he can't. I can't say that Dak Prescott can't on this team. But Dak Prescott now is finally, for two straight years, gotten away from having the most elite offensive line, the absolute most elite run game. He's you know, Mike McCarthy may not be a good coach, and you've seen Dak Prescott be a bit exposed. I think Dak Prescott benefited by being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback and putting him in a bit of that starlight. I think he's a quarterback that's in the 10 to 15 range that if everything breaks right, he could win you a couple games, but he could certainly throw you out of them. So I can't say he can't, but he is certainly not going to be the ultimate reason why you would pick the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl. If, if Certainly if he has to throw 30 times a game, yeah. the, the Cowboys are going, to be, are going to be toast. They're going to be exposed, as you said. Now, it sounds like McCarthy doesn't want to do that. It sounds like McCarthy wants to run the football. That was a problem with Kellen Moore. He basically took the swipe at Kellen Moore. You wanted to score points. I want to win games. We'll see if Mike McCarthy can win games. I don't have great faith that somehow Mike McCarthy is some type of offensive genius and suddenly figures out all of the problems that the Cowboys can solve in one offseason. No, and they basically need Micah Parsons to wreck a ton of games on defense. They're, I mean, Brandon Cooks is going to be the end of Beals, a number two receiver. They let Dalton Schultz go, right? I mean... I, I don't I just don't look at the Cowboys roster and go, that that's a team I'm backing for the Super Bowl. But they're the Cowboys and they have the star in their helmet, Dak Prescott, and people will fall in love with them anyway in the next month. It feels like they're a nine and eight team to me. It feels like they're slightly above five hundred. And I would probably say that if it was the sixteen game schedule, they were a nine and seven team. But I mean, it does not feel like they're an elite well, team in the NFC. And I would at least say this. If they were in the AFC, I don't even think we're having a conversation with them as That's a playoff right. team. That's not even a conversation that they're a contender. It's right. In the AFC, they are not even in the conversation of Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, and the top yeah, tier teams. There. Ravens, anybody else. Ravens, Chargers, et cetera. Bogues, what do you think about Plaxico's call here? We, we've had this Dak breakdown, Cowboy breakdown a lot. As you said, like multiple people throwing some stuff out. I still think Dak's a fine quarterback, but I'm with Sean on just this is not a good enough team for most quarterbacks to take any further north to get near a Super Bowl. Could Joe Burrow take this bank, this Cowboys team to a Super Bowl? Uh, he could get them closer by maybe two rounds than Dak could, yes. Okay. He could because I, I, Burrow took a Bengal team that I think wasn't as good at that real time to a Super Bowl. Now yeah. they've gotten better. Oh, I don't know. I mean, the offensive line was atrocious. That's true. But Jamar Chase is better than anything the Cowboys have at wide receiver. Okay. Uh, yeah. And the Bengals defense was pretty good two years ago. They were underrated because they didn't have a lot of names, but they didn't have a Micah Parsons. But top to bottom, that Bengals defense was probably better than this Cowboys defense. Now, Burrow is way better than Dak. I'm not saying he's not. I, I think Joe Burrow... I don't know. I think Joe Pollard Burrow probably and Mixon gets... are very similar. 
Joe Burrow can get this Cowboys team to an NFC Championship game. Yeah, I think. Burrow's just. But you're talking about one of the elite, unbelievable yep. three talents at quarterback in the league. Correct. Yes. But I think that's also the other point of Dak. Like Dak's not that. That's right. And he's and he's probably not going to be that. That's right. Patty B. Yeah, I think uh, Plax goes spot on because anytime you thought in the past that Dak was going to lead the Cowboys anywhere, he shows you that he can't. And he usually throws a big interception in the big games. I think Dak's career is he basically going to be summarized. There's games where he looks like a top five quarterback. And there's games where he looks like, you know, Cooper Rush. We had a conversation. Should Cooper Rush True. be the Cowboys starter? Because that's how little faith I think a lot of most realistic Cowboys, and there's not many realistic Cowboys fans, but any realistic Cowboy fan was saying, holy crap, is Cooper Rush better than Dak Prescott? And I mean, what better way to sum up what I think of Dak Prescott than the end of the year, the playoffs? It looks unbelievable against the Buccaneers, making every throw right on a dime, dump, dink, dunking in there, 300 yards, and then he looks like he shouldn't even be on the field against the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, he went through, what was it, a seven-game span where he had nine picks last year? Yeah, he stinks. I mean, you could chalk up one or two of those deflections, but come on. His decision-making at this point in his career? Atrocious. You can't rely on him to be the catalyst that gets you anywhere. He, he He's got to be, be a passenger. Yeah, he could maybe be like the last piece to a puzzle for a team that already had an elite defense, offensive weapons, a competent head coach. He's not good enough to overcome those other right. shortcomings. Yeah, Dak on the Niners, if the Niners were like, yes. you know what, forget Brock Purdy, forget if he was the Niners quarterback, we'd be like, that's the Super Bowl favorite. Absolutely. Absolutely. Joshua tweets in, D.A., you can never run away from a nickname for where I come from. My old man and my uncle started calling me Fester from the Adams family when I was 10. That's tough. I'm 38 now, and I'm still Fester. Mraz will always be Mraz. Don't try to church it up, son. Wow. What does church it up mean? I guess become more formal. By yeah. using that's a, that sounds like a very outdated I, I, term. I feel church like I have to re-explain this. I am not going to suddenly put on a suit and tie and be formal my regular name. I'm still me. Well, you already put on a suit. Right. They tricked you once. It wasn't like some listener in Salt Lake City chimed in with this nickname, and then I was, like, hit with a wizard's wand and went, ta-da! I mean, it was me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You made those noises because of you, yeah. You're still farting in the background. I will push back on this. Who tweeted that? Josh? Yeah. Um... That if you have a nickname, you can't run from a nickname. You can run. You can get out of a nickname. If you don't want to be called Fester, you punch somebody in the teeth who calls you that. They're probably not going to call you Fester anymore. Well, I think he said his dad and his uncle called him <laughs> Fester. So can you punch your dad in the face? Yeah. Boils like that. I don't know. Maybe. That's a good poll question for next week. Can you punch your dad in the face? I could not. <laughs> I could, that's just not going to I wouldn't want to punch... Bob the Deli, man. But I, there, there was a few times when I was young I would have punched, I, if I could have punched my dad in the face, I probably dreamt about it. Father-in-law's maybe, you know, smoking in new sheetrock. But, I mean, other than that, no. Daniel tweets, D.A., you guys can be like the soap opera where they recast a role and have the CBS voice god say, the role of Mraz will now be played by. <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. It's I like really like this. You get you go to the playbill, you flip it open, and there's a little insert that says today's performance is Pat Boyle on the play. I of do Sean like Morris. the idea of be like like a Reddit discussion being like, I think he's a little too thin to play Murray. <laughs> <laughs> 
the casting call would be way better than this interview process. Yes. Well, did you see this tweet, too, from Steven in SC? He's got a picture of himself, and he says, Oh! You're on it. It'll be in your mentions. I think I could pull off being a fake Mraz for a while. I never took the SAT either, and I like to eat junk. <laughs> and he looks Sean-ish. Let's get him on the horn. Sean-ish. Let's Hashtag get him on the horn. Sean-ish. Mm-hmm. Jeff in South Jersey says, wait a second, Mraz says Lindsay Lohan's mom grew up with Bob the Deli Man, then says the Lohans were a few blocks away. Hold on. Hold on. All caps. Mrs. Lohan would not have been a Lohan while she was growing up. Right. They, they refer to her that now because it's a celebrity, whatever her last name was. It was Sullivan, according to the, the okay, old there you machine. Go. The Sullivan family. Dina Sullivan. I'm sorry yeah. I didn't tell you every detail of the life story. Yes. This is an amazing... I can't believe it's taken two weeks until or three weeks until Mraz leaves the show for us to learn that Bob the Deli Man grew up with Lindsay Lohan's mom. He could have gave you a lot of her stories at the Bob's Bar show. I wish I knew this. Why Next year's you, Bob's that, yeah, Bar. That, that's on you, Sean. Why didn't you like feed that to us? I mean, there was a chance at one point Bob, Viola... And Dina Lohan were all at a ground round together. <laughs> Frank Viola, former Cy Young Award winner, also was a Bob the Deli Man foil? Yeah. Villain? Enemy? Antagonist, for sure. Antagonist. I could have been 1976 before a drive-in movie. They all happened to be at different tables in a different world. <laughs> Wearing it's their varsity like jackets. The final, the final scene of The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> different parties. Dixie Landan says, wasn't it Bob the Deli Man who played poker with Quacker Jack, who was the Long Island Ducks mascot? <laughs> Imagine that poker table. Quacker Jack smoking heaters with Lindsay Lohan's mom <laughs> sitting on a royal flush across the table from a ch- shirtless Pat Morash with Nancy standing behind. A World Series of Poker on steroids. <laughs> it was my father-in-law that played poker with Quacker Jack. I see. Quacker Jack was a part-time paramedic, part-time mascot, <laughs> and, could, and kept smoking in this guy Bob's house in illegal poker games. And my father-in-law befriended him. <laughs> what a doozy of a sentence. <laughs> okay, and so I, I just... I want this stated clearly for all of the D-Aliens and for all parties involved here. Part of the PGP and the shows after Mraz announced he was leaving was this kind of like, wow, DA's crass attempt to just keep Bob's bar going no matter what, that Bob's bar is more important to the show than Mraz. And that's not true. However, (laughs) however, (laughs) as Mraz spit takes his water. However, a story like... Mraz's father-in-law was playing poker with Quacker Jack, the Long Island Ducks mascot who was a part-time paramedic, can only happen there. And I just want this on record, that the stuff that has come out of Mraz's life, I've lived around the country, I've met a lot of people, I've toured a lot of cities, I know a lot of different regions and families that come from a lot of places. I haven't met anybody where worlds collide in such crazy sitcom fashion as West Babylon, mm-hmm. New York, which means while I love Mraz and don't want to see him go, I appreciate that he's getting a promotion. What we can't lose is the epicenter of the funhouse mirror, which is West Babylon. That that feels like a cartoonish world like 
when Roger Rabbit gets thrust into real life, it's like that's our one rabbit hole into cartoon land that we have to hold on to dearly. It's a whole neighborhood of Forrest Gumps. I mean, he was always accidentally in these monumental moments in history, and this clan of people ends up in the most random yes. things over and over and over again. I mean, again, this is year, what, ten and a half? And he just is still breaking Dina Lohan news. If my dad grew up with Lindsay Lohan's crazy mom, I would have. That's the first cold open that I do in 2013. Yeah, that's my icebreaker. It's just <laughs> another story that Mraz has. It's just another like, oh yeah, that happened. And you should hear the stories about Dina Lohan growing up. Like, where was this? <laughs> she played fast and loose. <laughs> I mean, again. <laughs> That's like the first thing. That would be on my business card. My dad grew up with Dino. Yeah, you should hire me. I have good stories. I honestly didn't know if I've told that story. I don't know. I lose track of what I've said on the It's air. why we have to always go back to Bob's bar because that is. We have to go back. We it's have field to of dreams. We have to hire Bob. We have to if hire Bob. Build it, they will come. We just have to. I mean, maybe we have the DA show Hall of Fame ceremony there every single year. And everybody shows up and sits in the grass. Please put like in like four board ops before Pete, please. <laughs> the original class, we wear polka dot jackets. No, bacon-themed jackets instead of the gold please jackets. Please have Pete valet cars at Steve Moralia's Hall of Fame. <laughs> we put in Brock. We put in Steve Moralia. Ryan from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Ryan. <laughs> and... I come knocking. No, he who shall not be named comes knocking at the door early in the morning at the hotel room. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this the knock that I've waited for? What would he sing as you open the door to signal your inclusion? Uh, of him? You did it your way. And then Cap has the camera in his face, and there's Ryan Botcher who gets in <laughs> to the DA show Hall of Fame. A tear in his eye. I only worked four hours of the show, but they were the most meaningful four hours I've ever had. Wearing an ecto-cooler t-shirt. This is a real honor. ecto -cooler. Did you sleep in that Jurassic Park t-shirt? <laughs> 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 oh, it's so perfect. The 2025 class from the DA Show's Hall of Fame features Jay Berman. <laughs> Jay worked on the show for like six months. <laughs> Pete throwing his pen down. Randy in Alabama telling everybody they're a celebrity except Pete. <laughs> when am I going to get respect around here? <laughs> <laughs> Forget he once took off an unbelievable 84 <laughs> days in 2023. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in class of 2027 Hall of Fame member, Pete, the body, Bolotti. He never worked more than eight days in a row, but made a lasting impression on the show. I just don't like him. Known for his magic fingers on the drops and the quote, Days to burn. <laughs> 2027 inductee, Pete the Body Bellotti. <laughs> when we come back here on the show, we are stunned to a news. DA, CBS Sports Radio.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. and be on him so he would get better. He never got better. The only one that did better was Tom Boyle. DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, I love when that listener called Pat Boyle Tom Doyle. Welcome back. DA with you, CBS Sports Radio. Listen to the show in podcast form. The full four hours are the best of the show. Available every single day. Search the DA show on your favorite podcast platform. Bouncing Baby Boy tweeted yesterday, actually. I'm toasting the decade of DA stories. I've only been a listener for two years, but hearing the stuff I've missed over the years is pure gold. I hate that Mraz is leaving, but it's awesome to be caught up on these stories that make him who he is today. Hashtag keep them coming. Toast them. This, it's funny. I, I tend to believe in the retrospectives more than my bosses do, more than most radio people do. I think, being a product of the 80s and 80s television, there was always clip shows and retrospectives and ways to remember the good stuff because it was before on demand. And if you wanted to watch like old Carson clips, you they you had to wait till they released the box set or just wait to watch reruns and hope that you saw something but or had somebody had it on videotape. But if you miss something on TV, it was just gone unless you knew somebody that had it on VHS. And so while everything's on demand these days, I always believed in the go back and play great moments so that people got caught up on, on this stuff. And I've had bosses say, don't look back, don't replay stuff, only look forward, keep it fresh. 
And maybe because the the essence of this show is that it's it's built on a lot of stories and jokes and layers of years of insider stuff. But also, if you do, it's why I do the 12 DAs of Christmas and why I started this in Boston. It was like in 2009, yeah, I was trying to fill five hours of, of radio at night by myself. So when you go up against, let's say, Red Sox games and you've got to dig into like the Patriots secondary for the fifth hour, you need something else. But I've always felt like let's commemorate the crazy stuff because you do a year's worth of shows and let's say you had 10 amazing moments or 10 even very good moments. Why wouldn't you want to play those 10 great moments again if, you know, that was that was the best stuff you did? And so I've always believed in that type of stuff and it it's helped a lot of people understand more about the show when you go back. And so yesterday we played the emergency Pop-Tart Ramirez was having indigestion for what he thought was the first time in his life and didn't know what was happening. He was having heart palpitations, and we still don't know what really afflicted him. It might have been simply hunger pains because he ate Chinese food and then was hungry again, maybe acid reflux, but he just felt like, I don't know what's going on in my body. It's the overnights. I brought Pop-Tarts in case I got hungry. We ordered Chinese. Let me just eat eat a strawberry Pop-Tart, hoping that that's the remedy. And Bogus had a great line yesterday, like, this is another example of how you know nothing <laughs> and that it's perfect. I don't know what's happening in my body. I don't know what foods create what. I don't know what causes relief or more pain. So I'm just going to go for it. And it leads to, quote, the emergency Pop-Tart which is now lore. Which you can't do down the hall. I could do whatever I want. Now, I don't know because he's going to be co-hosting with Tiki, and Tiki's a health nut. Right. So can he order Chinese food and then wash it down with a Pop-Tart in front of Tiki and not feel terrible about all of his decision-making? That's so true. Um, there's already been some rumblings that Tiki wants to be running with him. I... Uh, if my life doesn't change now health-wise working with an athlete that's still in pristine condition, frankly, I think it's time to officially chalk that up as a life hell. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something in terms of a, a plot twist that it took Mraz getting teamed up with Tiki to finally lose the 100 pounds? I don't know how we would feel about that, DA. If, I mean, you've tried for more than a decade being, you know, supportive, Looking out for his health. That's right. We've been mean at times. We've tried to shame him into losing weight. Some we've, tough coaching. We've made bets on this. He has mm -hmm. made bets on this. And again, at one point, was going in the other direction. He gained weight instead of losing weight by a birthday. <laughs> but if it takes six months of Tiki browbeating him, then fancy, you know, shakes and grilled chicken lunches and training sessions with the hills of New Jersey, whatever fancy neighborhood Tiki lives in. If a year from now Sean's down to one eighty felt, but like a you know a nickel corner, what does that say about us? Well, it's a slap in the face to all you. It, guys. it is right. I mean, there's only, it's only a negative. It'll yeah. be nice that he, if he's in shape and healthy, great. I mean, but if we couldn't do it for a decade and he does it in a year, it's, it's going to hurt. It's the radio show's version of being big league by somebody. Yeah, uh, and that's I think what would be the case is you know thanks for ten years, but you know go, go screw. I'm going to come back here in 2024 with a size medium I Love New York shirt and look at Pete the body and spit right at his feet. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> All right, now maybe I'd I'd like that to happen. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, we don't like to see that. <laughs> but think of too all of the the different sponsorship um, possibilities on local radio. You may have your food given to you. Yeah. You may get equipment given to you yeah. to try and lose. And this is, like you Free said. diet plans. You're right, though. Mm. Trainers. Yeah. Right. This may be, though, if you can't do it now, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. As he. I agree. Yeah. Doritos? Chex Mix? What is that? <laughs> Todd Chili? Those are Doritos. Mm. And Good. I'll I'll say this, Bogues, as much as he might get promotions and, uh, you know, sponsorships from healthy stuff. I mean, he's going to get a lot of sponsorships and promotions and free food delivered all yeah, the time. Porky's oh, barbecue. Yeah. That's my worry, That's that the, right. the pig places target me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, come here, little fatty. <laughs> with this group, you can get away with that. You're not allowed to eat around Tiki Barber like you're undercover sitting in a car waiting for somebody to walk out of a hotel. <laughs> when you tell Tiki the story of... The days you have driven to the gym in your gym clothes and just stopped, went to the Wendy's drive-thru, and then drove home. <laughs> he is not going to be pleased. We celebrate it. <laughs> he is not going to be pleased. And I've won one more Super Bowl than he did. <laughs> Adam Ray tweets, here's an idea. Why not recycle some old footage and sound bites of Morass to give the illusion he's still around? Yes, this is like when Chevy Chase left Community and they just use like outtakes from previous years or his voice to act like he's still there. And let me tell you, Pete has prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Pete has collected a soundboard of at least 100 Mraz clips, probably more oh. like 250. There's 100 just Canadian bacon clips. Oh, that's a good point. So <laughs> we have about 1,000 Mraz clips, and he's always said... Look, if Mraz leaves the show, we could just play these and it'll sound like he's still here. Yeah. So when in doubt. And Cap's a wizard. He could certainly CGI mm. a Mraz like hologram uh, into that scene. Is there not an AI Mraz no. somewhere to be had mm-hmm. around here? But DA, Monday, Pete declared on the show that they're, he's wiping me out of the folder entirely. Well, no, 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 no. no. We've Even I heard this. that. No, no. Pete and I have talked about this, and you guys brought this up with the PGP, whether there's going to be Mraz rejoins anymore. Yeah. And that's a conversation he and I had, and I said, we're not going to delete anything, but you will want to move things to a different folder because, and you cited this, if you start playing Mraz rejoins all the time and Mraz isn't here, the guy or gal who takes over for Mraz starts seeing the yep. retired number over his or her head every single day. Wentz at the Nick Foles statue. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. So we need to release some of the pressure from whoever replaces you from constantly hearing, you know, all of your stuff. Uh, Ten years. Good for nothing. Can't even get a simple rejoin. Still happened. Yeah, sure. Play the victim. Greg Caserta <laughs> has headlines. So, some more sports media news yesterday that you talked about J.J. Watt starting his new gig as a pharmacist. I wanted to play the clip of him saying CVS instead of CBS. But he said CVS. I think it might have been a, a goof unless he did say it and then did the second take where he said CBS. Ah, gotcha. So, there's two clips on his Twitter, uh, but Twitter would not let me log in from one of the newsroom computers. So... <laughs> I truly hope that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg beat the living <laughs> hell out of each other. I think Watt will be a great addition to CBS's studio crew. He joins James Brown, our own Boomer Esiason, 
Bill Cower, Nate Burleson, Phil Sims, Herb Adderley, Morton Anderson, Steve <laughs> Atwater, and Chuck Bednarik. They're going to need a bigger desk. In an article with the Akron Beacon Journal, Browns running back Nick Chubb said he doesn't think his production will be limited by Deshaun Watson. Chubb pointed out that he scored a career-high 12 touchdowns last season, but it's important to remember that all 12 came before Watson had his suspension lifted in Week 13. In five seasons, the former Georgia Bulldog has rushed for 6,300 yards with 48 touchdowns. Quick Some bit of news for you on a uh, Thursday morning. Uh, I just got a job at CVS. Oh, so it was a joke. It was a goof. It was a bad, corny J.J. Watt yeah. joke. Mm. All Greg had to do was... That's right. It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Greg, though, not not really showing that he's a true bogus. All he did was open up the, you know, our sound system to see the clip is already in there. He didn't have to roll on Twitter. Oh. Was that the clip that you were teasing? No. No, it's another clip. <laughs> but I just, I can't find a way to, I can't find a way to get it in. Like, it doesn't make sense right now, so I, I might do it at 9.30. I don't know yet. No, 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 no. You teased that next hour was going to be a big clip. No, 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 But it's my update. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> no, 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 but you can't tease something. What if somebody stayed in the car for a whole hour for right. this update? Kill them with oh, they know. Well, silly, aren't they? So that was the clip that no, you were going to play. No, that wasn't it. No. It definitely I, the, was, the and he's backtracking. I want to play is a Chris Berman clip. It just, uh, I feel like I'm really shoehorning it in. Well, welcome to the DA show. Yeah, if I play it right. You yeah. shoehorn whatever yeah. joke you got right into the conversation. Yeah. You never look back. You know how many times I've viewed Casey Kasem and didn't need to? Okay, just do fine. it. Fine, here it is. Understand, tonight is awful in here. I saw this on the schedule Jets during the Christmas holiday. I took four duh-duh-duhs at six o'clock. It's Canadian aspirin. With a little bit of codeine in it, you know, just enough to give you that pop. I mean, you buy it over the counter up there, you can't hear. So you, you put it in the, all the corners of your suitcase. Do you have anything to declare? Oh, no. Eh? <laughs> you always hope to have one Blue Jay game a year. Good, good, good. You never had, you never take good, good, good. Just a little drop. The late percent codeine never hurt anybody. <laughs> that's a clap. I feel like Deadspin was built on that clip. Yeah, that's Rumbling, a yeah. bumbling, stumbling. That's a famous bourbon That clip. and him ripping whoever was in the control room or the you know studio yeah. with him oh, that yeah. one day. Yeah, that video was him on desk, and he was talking to yep. somebody that was offset, but they had him mic'd up, and they, they saved the video and then yeah. released it many years later. It's like no one's ever worked in TV before. <laughs> he was very angry. Yeah. Either way, bad, bad tease payoff. No, I, I like that. Bogus left. I laugh, but now I'm trying to figure out how you were going to try to get it into an update in 2023. No, because I just, because before you, you guys were like, that's the only Chris Berman we're going to get. So I wasn't going to do an impersonation. So I said, I was going to say, you asked for more Chris Berman. Here you go. So that was going to be it. But it just, at this point, just seemed ham-handed. So either way, it's ham-handed. <laughs> mm, it ends damn. up being even more so. <laughs> Some MLB All-Star news. Sean usually ham-handed for a different reason. <laughs> right. He's, he's holding just two hams. Honey glazed. <laughs> Lunch, anyone? <laughs> His show is literally called The Pork Store. <laughs> I miss the old Saturday Night Pork Store. Some MLB All-Star news. Number 99 hasn't suited up for that team in almost a month, but he was still voted to the American League outfield alongside Randy Arozarena and Mike Trout. Mookie Betts is joining Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Julio Rodriguez for his first appearance in the Home Run Derby. He's an all-star for the seventh time and said, quote, 
It's the last thing I haven't done. My wife kind of compared it to LeBron not doing the dunk contest. (laughs) And that's not a knock or anything, but she feels like for what I'm trying to do in baseball, bring awareness to black culture, I should probably be more involved. Cool. And uh, I will actually have um, some Dodgers sound in the next update, but I'm up against it here. It's time to get stuck. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Folks, anytime you think that we're living in a doomed society, you're 100% right. An Alabama (laughs) eight-year-old had his sights set on Disney World and decided to open up a lemonade stand to help him get there. However, he and his mother received a surprising call. Cam and his mother, Crystal Johnson, were contacted by the Alabama Labor Department over a complaint that the lemonade stand violated child labor laws. Oh, no. Eight-year-old Cam said he started his lemonade stand as a way to make money to go to Disney World. Cam started his lemonade stand. His mother put up a flyer encouraging other kids to take up a one-day apprenticeship at the stand to learn the value of hard work and money. The Flyers said Crystal and Cam were looking to have two kids join, one as a smiler, one as a greeter. A smiler! I was trying to teach them exactly what I'm trying to teach my son, just how to handle money, customer service skills, teach the little boys how to shake hands correctly, and just little things like that. That's all I was trying to accomplish. She then got the call from the State Labor Department after a complaint was filed against the stand for violating child labor laws. Goodness! I got so irritated reading this. Who makes that phone call? Who reports the lemonade stand? The parent of the kid who was rebuffed for some reason. Who didn't get the job of Smiler? exactly. That's who it is. That's outrageous. Imagine being bitter about a lemonade stand. Well, did you hear what they made the kid do when when his hands got tired from squeezing the lemons? What's that, Pat? (laughs) What? Uh, it was a joke. <laughs> they put him in a submarine and dropped him in the middle of the Atlantic. All right, summer. folks. I made two submersible jokes, and everybody goes nuts. Oh, you're insensitive. I mean, it, it only takes one, Ben. We didn't need the second. <laughs> a bunch of morons with a GameCube controller taking a submersible two miles below the surface. What did you think was going to happen? Maybe not explode the bits? Well, I hate to comment on this as circus music plays behind it, but I will say when I learned that they were not trapped beneath the ocean, suffocated to death, it actually was a relief. I was like, thank goodness it just ended quickly because I was I was in panic mode personally, just like updating my phone, hoping that. They weren't still underneath the ocean, like watching each other perish. You're just losing air, suffocating. That's a bad one. I mean, that's that's the nightmare of all nightmares. That's like Saw 8. I mean, that just is... Saw 8. Forget it. I couldn't even conceive of that. But so, yeah... Imploded basically as soon as it got down there. Saw eight. Is anyway, that the, is as that the, the circus where... music plays. <laughs> is, is Saw eight the one with Danny Glover? I forget. Yeah. How? How, yeah, how did? How did we? The, how I did made we... a. I made a bad. Jo- I made a bad joke. That was the same day Greg previewed day two of the NBA draft. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> that happened. I, I, 
I've said some relatively funny things in this studio. I don't know if I ever made those two laugh harder than when I mentioned day two of the NBA draft. And for <laughs> and sure, I'm serious. Yeah. And I laughed the whole weekend. I was just going to go. <laughs> and Brad Stevens speaking this morning before the NBA draft resumes. Yeah, nope. I, I am surprised there's a day two of the draft. I thought it was all in one day. Are you being serious? <laughs> NBA draft? Yeah, that, that's oh, my God. Pat, go to break. That's what I got wrong. I thought there were two days. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the joke. <laughs> yeah. So, but, Oh, my God. Did you just think there was a day two of the NBA draft, too? No, I didn't. Th- I never thought there was a day but two of the draft. But we just said that? You were thinking, oh, wow, that's surprising there is? Yes. I was like, there's day two of the draft? See how the wires get crossed? Sean, don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> you, too. Well, you're talking about it like the joke was that Caserta cared that it happened. Right. You didn't play it off like I can't believe this knucklehead thought there was day oh, two. Oh, I thought you uh, kept fair. playing it. You that's kept fair. playing it like All why right. would you think that that matters? It's only it's day two. No, that's oh, fair. Okay, so you were misunderstanding the way the joke was that he previewed a clip and said at a day two, and we looked at him and he was dead serious. He was right. like, "Does it continue like the NFL?" Oh, no, that's no. Funny. I thought you said you were a right spider. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. Good luck to the kid in the lemonade stand. Get get back on it. <laughs> Who would report the lemonade stand? Now he's going to be. Tea stands. Like, I'm going to get this kid out of business. Now he's saving up to get his mom out of jail. Right. When we come back here on the show, ketchup, cabinet, or fridge? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Watch the show on Twitch and on YouTube. Full episodes are archived on YouTube. Now, there's been a social media debate. Google, Yahoo, Facebook, Twitter. About whether you should put ketchup in the cabinet or in the fridge. And this debate was cleared up yesterday by Heinz from their official account tweeted, FYI, ketchup goes in the fridge. Multiple exclamation points. Now, I could be wrong here. I've always kept ketchup that was sealed in the cabinet. Once it's unsealed, used, keep it in the fridge. Is that how everybody does um, this? Yes. Same exact way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seal yep. comes off right to the fridge it goes. But if you go to a diner, if you go to a Applebee's or something, the ketchup stays out all day at room mm-hmm. temperature. So is it true the ketchup just does not go bad even if you don't refrigerate it? I got to think at night they were pulling those back into a walk-in fridge, weren't they? I wonder. Yeah, that could be it. I also think that they're supposed to refresh them more than they do. At a diner. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's going to be used faster. Like, that's catches on sitting there for seven days out at room temperature. It probably only lasts 36 hours before it's empty at a busy place. Well, and I'll tell you this, I worked at a pizzeria. And at night, closing up, ketchup will go back in the fridge. Okay. Oh, okay. And how about the Parmesan cheese? In the fridge. Yeah. Okay, so you pull it off the, the table, you put it in the fridge. When it starts the day, the next day, you put it back out, you leave it out all day. Correct. Correct. I think there's also got to be enough sugar and preservatives in ketchup that it probably won't go bad. Unless it's like in a hot temperature. If it stays at room temp, I bet it's fine. Well, I've just always put it in true. the refrigerator. I, I Maybe this isn't scientifical with the moleculars with this, but uh-huh. I kind of feel like when the ketchup goes in the fridge... It thickens a little bit. Now, maybe mm. when you get that first squirt out, it's a little watery. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I don't think it's as thick if it's not refrigerated. It almost feels like it's more... Which might be helpful in some cases because sometimes if it's a jar or a glass bottle for, for ketchup, it's hard to get it out. Mm. We still do Anybody outside of a diner still buying a glass jar of ketchup? It's always the squeeze. That's now. what we had at the pizzeria. Got to bang the 57. 
It's like yeah, my Saturday night. That or you, you, you. <laughs> uh, Boyle made up for not having a joke in the last one. That was good. How old is Nancy, by the way? <laughs> oh, hey, uh, take it in. Wow. 61. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wrong. That's to do my research for my next Wrong. joke. <laughs> is Nancy into meaty, meaty man boobs Monday? <laughs> I think she'd be very much in, yeah. Whatever you need, she'll be at your beck and call. Will Nancy still listen to the show when you leave? Well, probably because she listens to every other show that I'm not on all the time, <laughs> so why wouldn't that continue? When we come back on the show, is Trent Dilfer crazy about the college football playoff? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 